The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TF Today. That's a that's we the perfect on, yeah, that's the perfect way to start. We're we're now live here with beautiful. We were with, live for that entire yeah, thing. Yeah, Ooh. we did it. Welcome yeah. to the your awkward opening. Your awkward fist bump. To the show. Hey, congrats. There was uh, there was Goose and Maverick. Yep. There was Bert and Ernie. There was. There was us. Is that? I think. Did we have Goose, a name? Goose and Maverick are quite different than Starsky Bert and Hutch, and Ernie. if you will. <laughs> there you go. I like that. Starsky <laughs> we're and Hutch. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> But like the Ben Stiller, Owen right. Wilson version, right? Yeah. No, that's the, the perfect way to categorize we it. We didn't have like a power couple name, did we? No, I don't think so. Yeah. That, would ass, that would assume. Aaron and Greg. Doesn't no, one that knew and no one knew our first name. Yeah, no, when you're Powers and Hardigan, no one calls you by your first name. I don't name. think I've ever called like you if Greg, you and if I did, it'd be really weird. I've never called you Aaron. Don't you need the to don't like. Don't ever call me that. <laughs> don't you dare. I, uh, don't you like have to have power to be a power couple? You do, yeah. I think okay. The That's the part the that we yeah. were the powers behind us. I know. Yeah. I, I thought know. you were. I thought that was you were throwing shade. So this is like the <laughs> the uh, this is the organic. This is this is just we're just here. Curse. Yeah, okay. we're just here trying not to curse. Yeah. So what's great about the new show that people can't see on the pod is we've got now a monitor to show highlights yeah. and show ourselves. Yeah. yeah. So and there'll be so no awkward. Just now I can look at Max in the monitor. There'll yep. be no awkward side glances. That's fine. There's no. There's no. No reason to pretend that there's magic. This yeah. is my first time in the new digs, and I yeah. gotta say, shouts to Jen Tepper for the wall behind us, right? Yeah, oh, yeah she and helped. And for having a baby. Oh, that too. That too. And for bringing a human into this world. So yeah, exactly. we're. Uh, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, and many of you always, always, always are asking, Tep Baby has arrived. <gasps> Mom and baby are doing great. Uh, I don't know how dad is, and I don't care. <laughs> Congratulations, well, Tepper. So the longer he stays away, the listen, better. Listen, dad is screwed, is what dad is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, and I was kind of hoping dad would be outnumbered. I was kind of calling a girl. No, it's a boy. You know? Yeah. So the question is: Is did he go with Greg, or are we waiting for that? Greg Junior. Well, it was. Well, I mean, I recommended the name. I think he named him Coach. Coach. (laughs) (laughs) No, Uh, no, I was thinking like Simpsons. Like he he apparently he he apparently did flirt with with Homer for a while. So there was consideration because there was like a there was a relative that he could like claim as like oh you know there was Grandpa Homer, and and Tep wife wasn't having it. No. Never. Wasn't having it. Well, was not does, uh, having it. Yeah, I have to. Admit I, that I'd say, with what she went through yesterday, she she deserves final say. Yeah. Why am yeah. I the least centered person on? Well, that's that's really that's, that's really about you. I'm, I'm like leaning. You you guys are really obsessed with being able to see yourself. It, don't amazing. you have a Don't you have a monitor at Fox though? We do. And so, te- but you don't, don't do this. Don't act like Tepper doesn't check himself out in the monitor. But they also like, have the folks to go behind the cameras and tell you which camera to look at at which time, which to me can be a distraction. Right. Well, this is just an open podcast format. You're just kind of talking. It doesn't matter what you're looking at. Very true. Tepper's always obsessed with looking at this camera, like your Ah, camera. And I'm like, why are you, why? He's like, can we go to this camera? I'm like, no, this isn't a TV show. Yeah. He does that. He's like, maybe a camera too. Yeah. uh, No. Our director said we're staying on camera three, so you can talk to camera three. Um, How did, 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 did you get to watch any of the football Friday this year? 
Yes, I did. I have many criticisms. Oh. Would you like to? Let's. You, uh, let's you, hey. I'm going to publicly I'm all air about them. feedback. No. I'm not okay. publicly airing any grievances here. Uh, let's let, let's just. It's a good Coach show. Purcell's the star of the show. I what I just... my favorite part of the show is when you can't remember what website we have. Yes, that that is a always thing. as that's I feel. I truly feel like a valued partner <laughs> whose logo is on the masthead of the show. We are powered by you guys. Powered by Dave Campbell's Texas Football. <laughs> can't remember what that website is. I'm like what is it? Can't, can't remember Dave that. Campbell's can't remember that thing that tech- Max does <laughs> that Max takes care of. Who volunteered you for the show? If Tepper were to be out, you know, I don't know. You you can say a human into the room. I wasn't in the room. Uh, I don't know. You could be full of crap. This year. That was a legit right. panic this year. By I the way, I was in the room where Max verbally agreed to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was there for that. So that was the only. Part I did of make this. it clear to Tepper that I would be fine hosting the show in front of these guys. Really? See? Yeah. I mean, but that no, that would have been hey. Conspiracy theories hey, abound. It'd be a real shame if you Wally pipped him. It'd be a real shame. I. I can understand why he's concerned. Look at me and look at him. (laughs) I guess we should start the show. You're supposed to shut up. Hello. Hi. How are you? How's it going? Don't listen. Pay no attention to that voice on the other end of the line. This is already off the rails. I immediately regret having Aaron Hardigan here. Things that happen when you invite me. (sighs) Live from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership in beautiful Louisville, Texas. It's Texas Football Today, America's favorite mediocre internet show. I am, yet again, your reluctant host, Max Thompson. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm sitting here where I always sit, but where Greg Tepper usually sits (sighs) is today's guest host. Aaron Hardigan, how are you, Supernova? You know, I want to know the the meaning behind the name first of all. How do I'm you not? It, this is so easy. You are an explosion of everything all at once. You are energy. You are light. You are. I cannot. You're too much. So you're just. It's. It's just. Boom! You're in the room, and it's like. <laughs> so I'm feeling. So I'm feeling Tepper's void today. As well. Uh. And no. Then no. <laughs> but. He's, you he's brought different. thirty tacos. You I did, did bring ta- tacos. I, tacos so. Yeah, it's Taco it's Tuesday. It's the only reason yeah. Tuesday's yeah. great. That other voice you hear, of course, is Greg Powers, who's going to co-host today with us because it's too much for me to have to be in the room alone <laughs> with Aaron the whole time. <laughs> no one. What's up, I would Powers? Not wish that What's upon up? anyone. How's it going? Good. Today is episode 673. I do not have a Red Sox stat. I will just remind you yet again that they are World Series champions, and the Rangers and Astros are not. We do actually have a plan, though. We're going to talk a little bit about that thing we always do with Greg Powers. We're going to do some recruiting um, this week in recruiting, which I know Powers loves. He loves that it's called that at this point. We're yes. going to do that off the top. We're going to talk about our coaches of the week, uh, and then we're just going to vamp on some games. we got a list of games I gave to Powers, ones that he's excited about. It he, he highlighted a few. I suspect Aaron knows a few things about high school football. She might be able to help us. And – I don't know. When we just feel like we're done talking, we'll be done talking. How's that sound? Do I get to lead into the Cruton segment? Oh, it's coming. It's coming. Don't worry. Um, Max created a graphic. I do. There is. There's like uh, a. There's a. There is a graphic okay. and everything. Um, so yeah, if, if anyone missed it off the top, we have we have Baby Tepper. Baby Tepper is here. Henry Tepper. Hank Tepper. That is 
I don't know if his wife has realized it yet, but that is Tepper naming the baby after his favorite ranger of all time, <laughs> Hank Blaylock. I have an immense amount of respect for him for doing that. Uh, it's too late now. I'm sure it's on the birth certificate. Sh I mean, what I love is he's like, here's Henry Tepper. He's here. Mom and Hank are doing great. Chances he made up like a grandfather named Henry, right? Uh, yeah. Like, oh, Chances yeah, I definitely had a grandfather named Henry. Like my right? great great the the grandfather by marriage the uh, the tepper that came across <laughs> on the boat we def he was definitely named Henry. i wanted him to be outnumbered though i'm still shocked I, that he didn't go with greg i mean i put in a good word for greg <laughs> and what's wrong greg. what's wrong with hardigan hardigan just hardigan. hardigan it could be like a madonna prince hardigan there you go. Everyone's very excited that Aaron brought tacos uh, for taco tuesday is it not the only reason why tuesday's great like name me another reason Tuesday's like well, I mean, a day, day you actually look forward to one day waking up to Friday in. Than Monday. I believe we've established on this show that Tuesday is the worst day of the week. Yeah, there's there there's just no redeeming quality. So did about I make Tuesday. it a, a, a bit better for you? By the way, he's like, I oh, know. I gotta go to the gym later. I'm like, well, this is this is what you you consume the calories and you burn That's, them off. This no, is how this see, thing this works. is this is how people don't lose weight and don't get in better shape. They just stay <laughs> in a stasis. That's how. So is that why my orange theory is not doing anything for me? I Shouts thought the, the tacos were good Galinas. for you. What? My trainers, first off, first off, my trainers great. are better than your trainers. So no shouts for your trainers. Yeah. Okay. My, my trainers. My Las Colinas trainers are better than your Las Colinas. Do you go trainers. to Orange Theory? No, I don't go to a big old gym, <laughs> Orange Theory. I have it. I go to a private gym with a private Let's trainer. Let's go back. Hey, yeah. you know what? Let's, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Back to tacos quickly. Okay. Um, Can we, like, your favorite tacos, go. Fa all of them? Like, any good okay, taco? Okay, so you're, you're not picky. God, no. If it's a good taco, I'll eat it. Let's go. You know where I don't eat tacos? In New Orleans. Well, yeah. Why would, you know, this is a legit. But why would you eat something from somewhere else in a place that's known for something great? Exactly. Like that's, you know, you go to Houston for everything because that's what, they have everything. You right. know, like, but New Orleans is, like, it's very distinct. There's a kind of food you get there. But then you go to New Orleans and your friend's like, hey, I got this great Mexican spot. I'm like, I, I just no, flew you. in from Texas. Yeah, I'm good. Mm -mm. I'm good. Yeah, I don't need that. I, yeah, I don't, yeah. Barbecue You're, shrimp. Po boys and gumbo. I mean, uh, right? I could really just rotate yeah. between those three, and I'm good. Yeah. Shrimp and grits. I mean, if you mix in the beignet. Yeah. Fair enough. I Can don't this know. just be a food show today? Look, there is nothing. Food and football. As, as I say to anyone who complains about the content of the show, it is free, and the world does not revolve around you. And so that shows how many Fs I give. It could uh, be like I will talk about whatever I want. food show where we, like, no. Never really get to football. We just yeah. talk food. We could just spend the last, like, we could stay on the air until one, but at the last 15 minutes, it's just us eating the tacos. <laughs> we would With be doing no the world. no one watching anymore. <laughs> right. Boy, these tacos are good. <laughs> We'd be doing the world a bit of a disservice, though, because I have to say, to talk about recruiting, there's no team. That's true. You guys entire, go way back. In the entire history of internet recruiting, that's done more recruiting yeah. segments together than we have. I mean, we're, we could no do this way. in our sleep. How long have you been putting up with me now? Man, it's been have we done the math? How long have you been in Carry Texas? Carry the one. Uh, 2010 was when I arrived. So eight years. I got here as quick as I could. <laughs> That's that me they, too. That two, two Midwestern kids <laughs> who got here as fast <laughs> as they could. It was, it was uh, nearing winter, yeah. coincidentally. Yeah. Um, no, tw 2010, man. Right. Um, I, I came aboard at Scout.com. Okay, can we, can we have a moment of uh, moment of clarity here? Okay. How did you wait, what did you really think of me when I came aboard? So okay, here's the thing. So Scout.com uh, was all male, correct? It before was. 
maybe I think the first two field reporters, uh, female that we hired. Yep. Aaron Hardigan and Laura Rutledge. And right? Is that right? And 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 I'm still here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and a few I other love, places. I at love once. you, Laura. No, I love Laura. I actually ran into her recently. She's great, and she's doing very well. Um, As are you. Kristen Kenny was another one. Kristen. Kenny. So anyway, I come aboard. They're like, "Hey, there's this chick from the Midwest who's coming. She's going to help you cover recruiting." Mm -hmm. And you thought what? I thought we killed it. I mean, the very first weekend we went to Capel Plano playoff game, and the first interview that you conducted was a kid named Cam McDaniel. Mm, uh, he was, was a great – it was a good interview, mm -hmm. and Joe McBride was your first coaching interview, mm -hmm. and you forgot his name on camera. <laughs> I did. Yeah. And, and let's, let I us – you forgot about no. that. Let us not forget the most overtold story in <laughs> Texas high school football history, which is she spilled a Coke. Okay. That was the, <laughs> the in all fairness, that I'd that love you all to forget. We just seem to be. Yeah, but these stuck stories kind of go into Aaron's mind as one story. The spill of Coke story was actually the following year. Oh, yeah, yeah, wow. that was that okay. was a little bit. So, all right. does Step not remember? Step doesn't know the first year. <laughs> Step doesn't remember anything else from me spilling a Coke in a, in a press Step box. remembers <laughs> what's important, which is every football fact ever. Right. This is yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. Step, Step's the man. Step. Step bomb. Uh, no, Step was uh, you left me. You left me in Step's hands. Uh, what was yep. it at UTA? It was Arlington Bowie, Arlington High, Miles Onyebule, Colby yep. Listenby. But I did receive plenty of texts about how you were and wrecking the press box. Yes, and so Greg's like, "Hey, I'm gonna like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna need you to cover this game on your own, but my buddy Matt Step will be there. Don't mm -hmm. worry, he'll he'll be nice. Mm -hmm. He'll look after you, whatever." Mm -hmm. <laughs> God bless Step. His life was never the same again. Yeah. <laughs> He's doing all right. You're all doing all right. You've all gone on to bigger and better things, Ma mainly hanging out with me. You're, there you, you go. seem a lot cooler than you used to. You know what? It's all good. This Tuesday just got a whole lot better. All right, Powers. Are you, you ready, ready to kick this thing you off? You ready to bring it in, buddy? Let's do it. All right. I'm Greg Powers. That's Aaron Hardigan. I am. And this is this week. In... Cruton. You did it. There you go. All right. Is that really like? Is, that's, Good that's job. We didn't I'm, do that back in my day. I'm no. so proud of both of you for getting that. Good work. I acknowledge my name and I <laughs> called. I really Cruton, don't know what smile really I have right now. Like I don't know if it's the uh, yeah. This the new monitor is really killing you. On a scale you, isn't of it, one to ten, how awkward do we look right now? No, this is great. This is, no, the, like this is far from the most awkward show we've ever all done. All the other interviews good. that we've conducted together, which we were never allowed to do. Yeah. Yeah, we were uh, chasing mic stands blowing away. What I love about our comments section at this point is that it's just turned into debates about where to get good tacos, tortillas, the whole deal. Are there are there more comments? Yes, there's way more. We'll get we, to them later. We but were let's, having let's to put like bags of things. <laughs> just, like, remember on our on our camera on our tripod. This remember the tripod was so cheap and light that it was like blowing yeah. away, and so <laughs> right. we were having to like throw my like suitcase of a purse on top of it. <laughs> That was where we began, Powers. That was where we began. It's, it's come so far. My life hasn't changed, but yours has. No, we'll, we'll, get to more taco. we'll get to more Taco Talk in a second. Let's get to recruits right now. Recruits. Recruit the, today in Cruton yeah. always begins with the Crute of the Week. Yeah. Correct? Exactly. Yep. And who is that, Mr. Powers? Langston Anderson, Midlothian Heritage wide receiver, who actually named his top five this week um, after they were eliminated – 
in the playoffs by Carthage. And one of the best games that I've seen in recent memory, 50-49, overtime win, Carthage goes for two uh, and converts. But Midlow Heritage should have won that game, mm -hmm. really. Carthage had a lot of breaks um, and took advantage of those breaks that they that they had in the game. But Langston Anderson was a beast with coaches from all, Auburn, Arkansas, SMU, and a couple others looking on. Auburn was one of the schools that made his final five. Uh, Langston balled. He was the probably the best player on the field that night. Uh, it's been rated a three-star by everybody, uh, but really has a chance to be special on the next level. And one school in state I think that you want to watch real closely in this recruitment is Baylor. Baylor made his top five. I think Baylor's in a really good position to land Langston. He's already taken an official visit to Baylor before he named his top five, which indicates that he may have an idea of one of the schools that he wants to pick because he's set to announce his final decision on National Signing Day. One school to keep an eye on, though, if you're Baylor, is Ole Miss. He hasn't visited there yet, mm. and he's from Mississippi. Uh-oh. Can I guess who his recruiter is at Baylor? Uh, you can try. I mean, I feel like there's this guy named Joey McGuire who kind of owns the state, right? Yeah, he does. He's the former Cedar Hill coach who does a great job in the Dallas area, and you would have nailed it. He is the primary recruiter. for uh, How shocking. did I know? Yeah. Can I ask you quickly not to derail this segment like uh, I have every other segment here on the show? Cavante Dixon on the other side the other night. Oh, uh, he was really amazing. What do you make of him? He's the one who scored the two-point conversion. Yeah. Uh, just a junior this year, so he'll be coming back. And the younger brother of Keontae Ingram, who's at Texas. Mm -hmm. And I Next got a Jamal feel Charles. I got a feel just that Kelvante is leaning Texas early on. Oh. And then it's a family affair. To tie Max into this, did Heritage blow this, mm. or is Carthage just that good? To hear Heritage say it was stolen from them because there was a there was a very controversial call. Mm -hmm. Questionable call. Yeah. There was a very controversial. But don't bring call. it up around Gabe Brooks. Is he is he seat up from the feet up? Oh yeah. There was a very controversial call at the end of the game where Carthage scored a touchdown as time expired. They were on the goal line. Visual proof from Greg Powers there was that he did not cross the plane, wow, but the referees saw it differently. You're calling mm. it proof, huh? Okay, well, all right. Don't question but Powers, that is. Carthage, okay? But after that, Carthage did go out and win the game, and Coach Surratt, yeah. um, with the two-point conversion call in overtime, earned the victory. Yeah. So, I mean, there's – you have to win games. Fair That's enough. The thing. Scott Surratt is really good at coaching the game yes, of football. Yes, he is. We had some big commitments this week, but your commit of the week is – Texas A&M tight end, Jalen Wittermeyer. Oh, yeah. Ooh. And right now, despite the fact that Texas A&M's tight ends coach moved on to coach with Mac Brown mm -hmm. at North Carolina, Tim Brewster um, – that's the program right now in the state if you're a tight end that you might want to play for. Everybody saw the numbers that Jay Sternberger put up this season. They used the tight end, and I know that Jalen is very excited about his potential future in that offense. And Texas A&M kind of doubled up at the tight end position this week because they hired Joe John Finley, who's the new tight end coach at Texas A&M. Big steal for the Aggies there. Big steal for the Kind Yankees. of an underrated player, too, playing at Dixon all year. I mean, they had a nice year, and I know uh, Coach Nelson is a big fan of his. Well, tight end's one of those positions that you can look at the offer list and kind of assess things from. Yeah. He had an offer from Alabama yeah. at that position, and he's he's a player that schools kind of looked at as a, a defensive target in some right, too, could play outside linebacker. 
uh, defensive end possibly, uh, but Alabama, Miami, um, Georgia, all schools, LSU, Michigan, all schools that like to feature the tight end, and those are the difference makers. When you look at somebody's offered list, you kind of have to assess mm-hmm. who's coming after him and what are they coming after him for. So this is a big tight end commitment because those schools love and know how to use a tight end. You mentioned Mac Brown. How is that going to affect recruiting here in Texas? He's obviously <laughs> very tied to the Texas high school football fraternity, so to speak, right? Well, I think they should rec- but, re- definitely recruit Texas. Well, yeah, but, I mean, how many kids are actually going to want to go play? I think with a guy like Mac Brown and Mac, if you're listening to this show today, <laughs> nextlevelathlete.com, come visit us. Right. We've got some Texas prospects for you. Team of scouts with 120 years of loyal service scouting and coaching in Texas high school football. <laughs> Mac Brown, we have the Texas recruits you need. Oh, great pitch. Great pitch. Mm. And right. then Les Miles at Kansas now. We'll talk about that maybe a little oh later. Lord. We'll get into that a little. <laughs> Do you like how we're just making up <laughs> just topics for today's show as we go? I'm not well, surprised. we did have one rule, and that was not to surprise, not to script recruiting questions. Just ask me whatever you oh, want. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. So I can, I can, and I'll answer them. Because, That's see, this is, like, what we did was we just kind of, like, mm-hmm. it was just a mess. I don't mind what you mix in. Let's just let's stay on track, young lady. Okay, we'll stay on track. So I won't ask you about Les Miles at Kansas. We won't talk Yet. about, we won't talk about how Kansas should just get rid of its football program altogether. Hey, we shouldn't go there. I would never say that. Okay. I think Kansas as a university. That's a really hard place to, to win. Can we just get rid of Kansas? That's a Like, <laughs> period? A lot of change going on not, in Kansas right now. Kansas, Kansas State. Not a fan of uh, its basketball? I'm not Over a fan of. I'm not a fan of Kansas at all. Look, how can you be from the mid- Midwest and have any affinity for Kansas whatsoever? You if you're not from when there, they're in, you can't win there as the head coach of, it, of, of their football court, right? Like you can't. They said that about Baylor. It's uh, true, but it's Iowa State was eight and four this year. Yep, Iowa State. Go Clones. But you know what? Here's the thing: at least Baylor is in the state of Texas. Like, it's difficult to either, A, get kids from Texas or Florida or California to go to Kansas, to the state of Kansas in general, right? Mm -hmm. And the pool of prospects in the Midwest isn't as deep as Texas and Florida. No, the the 300-mile radius is quite different than Kansas. it's really hard to recruit there. Agreed. For f- football-wise, right? Agreed. And, and so I'm like, I just don't feel like you can win there no matter who you are. I mean, David ba- – I mean, we saw – David Beatty was – he was National Recruiter of the Year in the state of Texas for well, you're how ta- many years before, right? You're, ta- you're touching on so many hot issue buttons for me. I know. Lord. I know. You know because I, know. I would say that David Beatty – Because it's like so many people want to – Deserved a bit more time in yes, Kansas. Yes, I agree. Totally agree. But he was also put in a tough situation. I, like, it's 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 you're, it's a death sentence. But he needed more time because that. you need 15 years at Kansas. <laughs> now, here's what I would make a debate for – for any program that's struggling. That's my guy, and I, uh, I would have liked to see The transfer rule is going to blow the doors off for some of these programs. I mean, you could really touch in on the right year, get the right transfers, mm-hmm. and change your program overnight. Yeah, that's. I mean, that would that would help him, right? Like, hey, come here, right. get playing time. And, and we'll just hope that Kansas never does. Start putting together for that. Okay, sorry. But, you know, it's like I, I'm interested to see if Les, My- if, if Les Miles can't, can't do anything there. I think we consider just – Maverick Cassidy in our comments says, I mean, Kansas did go to the Orange Bowl and win. We don't talk about that. Mark Mangino. We don't talk about that. That never happened. Was that like almost a decade ago? It was. It was more than a decade ago. And what have we done since? Yeah, not much, unfortunately. On to the underclassmen of the week. 
Oh, right. The thing we're supposed to be Under doing. Oh, yep. Back on script. Back <laughs> on script. This is a 2020 kid, right? Yep. And picked up a big win. Malik Horns me. Oh, my God. He's mm. so good. And, you know, I think a lot of people th- thought that Fort Ben Marshall's season would run out of gas quickly in the playoffs, and they've sustained <sighs> so much success this, this they week. Made, they made Port Nature's Grove look really bad last week and it was it was billed as a top yeah. uh quarterback duel between Rashawn Johnson and Malik yeah. Hornsby and of course Hornsby comes out on the right side of that only needed to throw 12 passes uh to lead the Buffaloes to a 53 to 14 win it was a bloodletting mm. 225 224 yards on six completions yep six yep and, I th- and one of them was him throwing against his body running the other way for a touchdown so almost 30 yards per completion, rushed for 140 yards, and scored four touchdowns. Way to go, Malik Hornsby. Way to lead your team. There it team. is. That's the exact throw right there. There you go. Yeah. What, what, offer, ti- what, what timing, offer? Max? I know. I'm good. What offers do we have here? Oh, uh, everybody. Everybody <laughs> wants to come. <laughs> Texas A&M and Texas in-state. Sh- shall we go with who hasn't <laughs> offered? Is that a shorter list? The w- oh, where is he leaning, though? Well, you know, Isn't that's that's probably debatable. I think Texas A&M's probably done a really good job out of the gate. Uh, did not recruit an in-state quarterback in this class. They've went out of state for their quarterback commitment, so I think it's important to establish a signal caller uh, from the state of Texas on your roster early on. I mean, it's not a necessity as long as you get a quarterback who can lead you to wins, but I think that Hornsby's probably the guy that they've targeted. Uh, he's got all the – you know, a lot of the big offers. Georgia were the most recent one this week. Uh, really kind of tells you where he's going with his recruitment and what schools are coming after him because Georgia knows a thing about or two about quarterbacks. That Jake Fromm guy, mm-hmm. he's pretty good. Pretty and good. the guy backing mm-hmm. him up, Justin Fields, he's pretty good too. Yep. So they know what they're doing when they look at quarterbacks. The one that like is, would be glaring to me on the national scale looking at that list as a team that I think he could fit in very well with is Ohio State. I mean, I really think he's that style of – quarterback that urban myers had success on so maybe the buckeyes will come through with it well um urban will no longer be there though right i have no idea no he he retired yeah oh wow yeah yeah so who actually uh ryan you miss ryan day is taking over see what you miss whenever you're preparing to talk high school football you miss (laughs) college football yeah well you know what though I don't know who 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 are some coaches that are available. That no, they're gonna. They're just. Do you think they're Ryan, gonna, Ryan Day is. Ryan Day coach. is. It's, it's official. Okay. Like he is the head coach. Matt wow. Campbell would have been a gr- great option. I think there too. Yep. Although that would probably sting I, Max Thompson. Yeah, but I was. Re- <laughs> but like I said, I was relieved. They announced Ryan Day will be the head coach permanently, and they will not be stealing my 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 coach. So I'm good. And I think that. How long does he stay at Iowa State? Huh? I don't know. It's probably not long. You know, I'm not. I am not one of the Iowa State fans going, oh, no, no, he's going to be our Bill Snyder. He'll, he'll leave eventually. But I think he's proven at this point he can, he can wait for a great job. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. Iowa State was yeah. one of the more savvy hires with Matt Campbell, but also one of the great contracts that locked him into a huge buyout. So a school that wants to come after Matt Campbell has to be hugely dedicated to dumping in money. And they did that last year during the Tennessee rumors. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was a very yeah. good move by Iowa um, State. You talked backup quarterbacks earlier. In the SEC, can we give a quick shout to our boy Jalen Hurts? Definitely. I was like, Channel View. I mean, that I, he could have transferred. I mean, how it would have been so easy for him to transfer and play elsewhere, right? But he stuck it out. And for him to be called upon and be ready to go in that moment, I was pretty proud. Pretty good. It was awesome. All right, let's wrap this thing up. Who's our prospect on the rise? 
prospect on the rise. Logan Wilson from Dallas, Dallas Bishop Dunn. Uh, oh, gee, Bishop Dunn has prospects? Yeah, they do. Weird. They'll huh. be playing in the state championship this week, <laughs> and I haven't seen Duncanville in person yet. I'm slated to see Duncanville this weekend at the Frisco Ford Center take on South Lake Carroll. But to this point, regardless of level of play, Bishop Dunn has the best defense I've seen this season. And Logan Wilson has had a tremendous senior year. Offers are starting to come in as a result. Seems like he gets one uh, almost every day. Uh, Mostly FBS schools outside of the Power Five, the group of five schools right now. Uh, Wyoming offered yesterday. Colorado State's offered. uh, Arkansas State. Uh, he was at one time committed to Arizona, but a school to possibly keep an eye on is Kansas State in this. If the Wildcats offer, who going through a coaching change there, that would be one to really watch. I think that Logan really likes the possibility of playing in the Big 12. Speaking right. of Bishop Dunn, so I'm uh, I'm up at OU interviewing uh, A.D. Miller for the uh, R- Red River feature that I was working okay. on. And I felt so old because he's like, I feel like I know you. He's like, I feel like he's, he's, he's like, did you, did you come here last year to interview? And I was like, no, I said, I used to cover, <laughs> used to cover high school football recruiting. I said, I might've gone a bit. And he's like, oh yeah, you were that chick that was always at our practices or whatever. And I'm like, yep, I'm her. Yes. And to even date and it made me. me feel really old because he was like, God, how long ago was that? Yeah. And I'm like, hey. well, similar story. I bumped into Trent Williams at the Carthage. I mean, it's the Longview game. And he remembered me from the Max Mfinger All-American Bowl, which was about wow. 14 years ago. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. So you're older than I am. Oh, so, definitely. So, that, so I felt old, but you probably feel Every time I bump into that. If somebody – like, <laughs> I, I'll, I actually went home and said, you know what, I probably would have felt better if Trent Williams didn't remember me. Yeah. Because he was like, oh, man, he's talking to Kyler. He's like, oh, man, that was like seven, eight years ago. And I'm like, it wasn't – yeah, it was that long. I'm old. Hi. Here but that was welcome. this week in crew. That was. Yes, good uh, job. Way to close it but out. But it is cool. It's cool to, like, to see kids that you had covered through high school. Oh, yeah. Like when you, you, know, when you see them make it not a, when they're playing on Saturdays, but when they're playing on Sundays, you know, and you're like, wow. And there's a lot of because good ones that we can cover. That's when you know you're really old. <laughs> Thanks for that, Max. Yeah. All right. I'm going to get some uh, business out of the way. You two be quiet over there. <laughs> Dave Campbell's in Texas football in partnership with iCoach are proud to honor one head football coach in each classification with the Inspirational Coach of the Week of the Award. Each coach recognized with a special honor typifies discipline, character, and integrity while passing those values along to their athletes to help them be successful both on and off the field. This week's coaches. You guys may have heard of this guy. Riley Dodge, Southlake Carroll. Despite being one of the state's youngest coaches in his first year at the helm, the Dragons have silenced all critics with a 13-0 start after a dominant 35-7 win over perennial power and longtime rival, Euless Trinity. In 5A, Sean McDowell. Love this guy. Richmond Foster. McDowell's young Falcons have improved every week and taken flight in the playoffs, knocking off state power and previously unbeaten Hutto 41-31, breaking Ishmael Johnson's heart in the process. Don Delosier, Hereford. Despite finishing third in their own district and losing their starting quarterback, the Herd have stampeded through the playoffs, avenging a district loss to Canyon with a 14-3 victory. Not too bad for the Herd. In 3A, this might have been one of the biggest surprises of the week, David Lucio, Tidehaven. The Tigers may have entered the playoffs at just 4-6, and six, but they've hit their stride in the postseason, capped by a 17-0 shutdown, 
shutout win, upset win over Van Vleck. A team Tidehaven lost by 22 in district. Not bad. Pretty good for revenge. And those Tidehaven fans are crazy. They're amazing. In 2A, Russell Lucas, Hamlin, heavy underdogs entering their regional semifinal showdown with unbeaten Wellington. The Pied Piper stunned the state with a 21-18 upset win over the Skyrockets. And finally, in six-man, Tommy Tritz, Oakwood. The Panthers held on to defeat Richland Springs 66-56 and advanced the D2 East semifinal. This will be Oakwood's first ever semifinal appearance. And those are your coaches of the week. Congratulations to all the coaches. Uh, you guys are awesome. And finally, our last award of the week that I have to do a read for. Tepper is much you better. You are nailing this right now, by the way, my friend. This is – I'm much better just flipping the graphics while Tepper <laughs> reads this stuff. Derry Max and Dave Campbell's Texas Football are proud to team up this year to honor excellence in coaching and the hard work that assistant coaches put in on behalf of their teams. Each week, the Texas Football staff will nominate four deserving assistant coaches across the state for the Derry Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week and let fans decide the winner via Twitter poll. It all leads up to the Derry Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Year decided at the year's end. This week's candidates, Fall City Defensive Coordinator Travis Ehrlich, shutout and Shut out a high-powered and unbeaten Woodsboro squad for a 50 to nothing victory. That was one that raised eyebrows around the state. Pleasant Grove offensive coordinator Justin Gibson. Does he get credit for this, or is this his, is this his brother? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm led by five touchdown passes from Ben Harmon. The Hawks soared to a 56-28 win over Gilmer. I'm trying to create a sibling rivalry and controversy in Texarkana. Hopefully it's When it's working. completely unneeded, by the way. Right, I know. They're just going to keep murdering people, and it's <laughs> fine, and they're all, they're all good with the arrangement. It's, I understand. And he Which, criticizes my taco talk. That's fine. Wichita Falls rider defensive coordinator Ross Dillard contained a fiery Canyon Randall squad en route to a 38-7 win. And finally, Converse Judson offensive coordinator Rodney Williams rang up 608 yards of total offense in a 69-18 drubbing of San Benito. Those are your assistant coach of the week Nominees, vote on Twitter at DCTF. Uh, you have until Friday. Congratulations to the coaches, and good luck. And now we can talk well about other done. things, right? That was amazing. Like you've hosted or something before. <sighs> this is the worst. Yeah, how is it going, by the way? This it's is your fun. second show now? Yeah. I mean, you, yesterday we had uh, Terry Adams. She is one of the oldest fans of this show. Like She's been watching it the longest. And I, I threw it out to our, our watchers, oh, our viewers. I was like, hey, who wants to come host the show? <laughs> And, and she, she was like, I'll do it. You guys need a girl in there. So she volunteered yeah. to hang she out She volunteered, drove up from Austin. See, I was That's like. Awesome. And she did a bang up job. Hey, I, well, I listened. She yeah. was fantastic. She did a great job. I was like coerced into this. Right? She's volunteering. <laughs> yeah. This is great. Yep. Um, no, I love being here. And yep. this is so much fun. Gonna be good. All right, uh, let's talk about a few games here before we close things out. I know you guys just want to talk about tacos, and that's fine. And recruiting. No. Yeah. If you guys want. Well, no, you know what? I, you know what okay. I was thinking? Since oh, you guys talked some sure. of the games yesterday, mm -hmm. because, again, mm -hmm. I listen, mm -hmm. TexasFootball.com, mm -hmm. TexasFootball.com. Mm -hmm. We've nailed that. I also had to write it on, like, a little thing. To so You're not helping. I was thinking, what if we what if we discuss some of the top recruits to watch in this week's games? Well, you got the man next to you for that. Right? And I, we might, should we, we might as well really utilize a, him. I really had a sinking suspicion that that's what direction that we would probably it's like we've worked together before mm -hmm. direct these mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. i was thinking about it because i was i was looking at the the matchups this weekend mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. i'm like okay who are some of the big names you know and i think it makes it more enticing maybe for folks that don't have a dog in the fight but sure. they're like hey let's watch sure. the kid go into ohio sure. state or let's what you know for instance 
Garrett for instance, Wilson. For the guy who didn't know that Urban Meyer had retired during the show, only the biggest news. And Garrett Wilson has – Garrett Wilson, speaking of Garrett Wilson, he has already tweeted that he is 1,000% committed to Ohio State. He, and this has not changed his mind. I don't think your percentage can get much higher than 1,000%. I don't think so, considering that's not a real percentage. But top, I will top player in the state of Top player in the state of Texas, right? It's At a, least according a, to your There's rankings? a debate, I think, this year. Okay. Who, who, okay, who are your top three? I would say the top three, in my mind, are Garrett Wilson, Kenyon Green. Okay. DeMarvin Leal. It's probably the Where does Baylor Cup fall? Is he like kind of on the outside looking in type thing? Because I'm telling you, watching that kid as part of Texas football days, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. he looked like Cletus yeah. the thing on to, the field. Yep. The thing to keep in <laughs> mind with Baylor Cup is that he doesn't play against quite the competition that yeah. some of the other That's players fair. do. But you are right. He is a man amongst boys. And I, you, people can't help but watch him on the field and think about Gronk. Absolutely. Yeah. Co- so, Coach Ken Purcell said that right. watching him. He you said, I see a mini, a, a, a young Rob Gronkowski. Which really brings us into the first game that we have highlighted <laughs> on our paper since you <laughs> See, we can be somewhat that organized. That this, is true. And this was not planned. It was not the first planned. game, Shallow Water and Brock. Right. I'm totally geeking 7 out right now. This is so Thursday much fun. at Sweetwater's Mustang Bowl, which yeah. will be heavily represented by TexasFootball.com mm-hmm. uh, and probably one of the weekend's yeah. Strongest matchups. It was the toughest game for me to pick in our pick'em contest this week. Uh, it's going to be a tremendous game, I think, and really pits two different styles against yep. one another because Brock is going to line up and run the, the ball and smash you in the mouth, mm-hmm. and Shallow Water likes to spread it out and uh, get things done. And while Shallow Water doesn't have the recruits on the field, they do have dudes who can make plays. Uh, Meanwhile, Hayden. Brock just wins at everything. And mm-hmm. I'll probably butcher this name, but like, watching tape, Hayden Vanderost. Yes, That's he's a, another one we've, we've that discussed dude can this, ball. this year. Yeah. Well, and, and the thing is, I'd done a feature on, on the rise of Brock football uh, as part of Texas Football Days. And, you know, a lot of folks were surprised to see them win a state title in their second year as a varsity program mm-hmm. here in the state of Texas, mm-hmm. right? But it's like they come from a community where, like, winning is all they know whether it's girls basketball, boys basketball, baseball, softball, track and field. I mean, it's the, it's in it's it's the culture there, right? So well, I mean, you're really not so, and and they have the athletes, right? So it's been established now that you can come out of the gate strong with the uh, young program, yes. a fresh program. There's been teams that have done it. Uh, Midlothian Heritage really gave Carthage a battle. Frisco Reedy's having a tremendous Man, season. Reedy. So I mean, you you've got Shadow Creek down in the Houston area. So there are really teams that have had no problem. Even like a es- Lake Ridge, Mansfield right. Lake Ridge. Establishing you know. an identity early on, yep. getting the right coach in place, and uh, having talent. That's the mm. thing because yep. you get the right lines and you can get the talent into your program and become a quick contender. Well, then back to Garrett Wilson and the talent at Lake Travis. <laughs> how deep can uh, can Hank, the highest paid coach in the state, mm-hmm. via Star Telegram's most recent database? See, I know why you're doing this. I mean, <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to go here in this room, lady. I, but did you did you did you yeah, read, did you happen to yeah, read it? Yeah, I've read it for three straight years. They do it every year at this oh, time, yeah. at the worst time possible, when there's other better things to be talking about. That's true. I got something to. But that, it is. I got a little something to say to your well, man. Hey, no. Well, the only thing I have to say is I went into the wrong profession. Sounds like it was pre-established. <laughs> I went into the wrong. Sounds like profession. that was a pre-established story. I uh, I would love to be just coaching football and, and making a good living. Um, did you know that Texas high school football coaches make a lot? <laughs> no. Get out of here. But it is cool. Hey, Hank was signed to an extension, and they're hanging on to it. How, how far can they go this year, though? Um, because here's my thing. Can I just say this? 
I got bad news for whoever wins listen, this Listen, listen. I want Allen. I want the top two teams in 6A all season long, head-to-head on the title stage, primetime Saturday uh, night. That's want, what I want. Then you probably want Allen and North Shore. That yeah. those those would be the two, yeah. yes. Those yeah. <laughs> and and I that's the whole thing. The Lake Travis Judson <laughs> game. Those would be the two. The Lake Travis Judson game will probably be very good. Uh but I fear for the safety of those players when they get to the next round. Hot take, Tepper thinks North Shore would roll in I, that one. I think a lot I think a lot of people feel that way. Okay. I mean, There's some good contests North in Shore that six A though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You're talking about a potential match at right this week it's a, a North Shore gets the defending state champions. Yep. If they win, they're going to play Lake Travis or Converse Judson, yep. mm-hmm. which is a tantalizing matchup in and of itself. Mm-hmm. When you're talking Fear about the McAuliffe beard. You're yep. talking Fear about the, the McAuliffe beard. The very best player in the class of 2020 who may be the best running back I've ever seen in Texas high school football, talent-wise. I mean, it's going to, hard, it's going to be hard to beat Jonathan Gray's stats, but talent-wise, Zach Evans is probably the best running back that I've scouted wow. in mm-hmm. Texas. He's Big good. words from you. And maybe the best wide receiver I've scouted in Texas. You cover, did you cover Cedric Benson, too? No, that's that definitely predates, predates my, you. That predates so Greg Powell. You're not that old. You're old, but you're not that old. Okay. <laughs> uh, big words, though, because we covered Jay Gray together. Um, and you, hot, another hot take. You guys think Duncanville could top Southlake? Hero? I think there's a decent chance. I think both – in the big scheme of things, don't you feel like both teams have sort of flown under the radar this year based on their profile? I yes. feel like they have, Most and definitely. I f- and da- Duncanville especially since they got moved into that district. Right. Yeah, it's just a weird matchup for Southlake. I don't love it. Duncanville has like I think it'll defense be a good game. of doom. Yeah. I mean, they're go- the my problem with Southlake in this game, and this could be uh, ill-formed thought. Yeah. Is that they're going to struggle passing the football? Yeah. And they're going to have to rely on TJ McDaniel to get this done, which is not and a bad guy to rely on. You don't think Reg Samples already yeah. has a game plan right. taking him out of the game saying beat me Also, without. is this the weirdest coaching matchup in the history of the game? Reggie <laughs> Samples versus <laughs> Riley Dodge. Fight, it's great. Fight, I did fight, cover fight. Riley Dodge. Yeah. That yeah. does. I yeah, did want, cover yeah. Riley Dodge. And and the only reason I'm picking Carol is because yeah. I want to see blonde Riley. <laughs> he told yeah. the guys he would only go blonde if they, if they make it to the title stage. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be odd. Yep. But I that's a good matchup. Duncanville, Southlake, Carroll, and I've been to a lot of games in the Ford Center. I'm thinking that this has potential to be one of the most well-attended. We'll have to see how it plays yeah. out. Prosper and Longview was probably the, the best feeling that I've Bro. had in there. Remember when Reg and Claude went out at midfield oh after DeSoto? <laughs> I was oh in the middle of that. Lord. I had Curtis Reiser and um, Thomas Johnson. Like wow. coming at me from both sides, like <laughs> and I'm and, I, and I'm just like you know I'm I'm a little rook in the middle, just yes, loving it. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Uh, <laughs> while you were ducking, uh, I want to one more game before we go. We we've gone plenty long enough, so let's do one more. And this is the one that I want to talk to you about powers because I think it's really interesting. First off, we have a panhandle team, big school panhandle team in a regional final, Halton versus Tascosa. And there's two players I want to talk about here, and I'm sure you know who they are. But the one I want to start with is Michael Black, because I got to see him for the first time last week. He's really good. <laughs> and well, how is Permian Basin his only offer? And lightning fast. Yes. He, he's a sleeper. I, and I hate the term sleeper. How are you a sleeper this late in your career? I hate the term sleeper. I know. I think that he's got categorized into the or pigeonholed into that. Is he a quarterback or is he a different position oh, on the next level? And schools are only going to invest – 
in one quarterback yeah. in most classes. Yeah. So I think he's a great option as a guy who could get a look at a quarterback and be that second recruit because I think right. people sleep on his speed a little bit, but he's not the only guy for Haltom that oh, is a difference maker. That's the thing. You watch them and you're well, like, wow, they have a lot of players. The Johnny Ryder kid really yeah. jumped out to me at, on tape. He's a little undersized at safety, but he can get downhill and blow people up and has a couple years left to play. So he's one to definitely keep our eye on as yeah. uh, we go throughout the the whole recruiting process. And they've got a couple other guys too. But I know that you want to talk about Tascosa. Oh, yes. yes, can we? King They're Guru. the surprise to yeah. me of the – of any bracket. We've got almost. an Amarillo team in a 6A regional final. My I mean, buddy Dale crazy. Davis of, of uh, West Texas A&M University, Go Buffs, is uh, <laughs> a coach on that Tascosa staff. I love seeing the Amarillo teams do well because yeah. how many t- how many – how many years passes where you know the the Amarillo schools get rolled by the yep. Metroplex schools? Anytime and we get a West Texas Panhandle team, it's exciting. It's the same yeah. thing with El Paso in a Metroplex, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so it's nice to see. Yeah. I, I want to see some new blood this yeah. year, right? I do too, but I, we get we get that regardless with this game. I think I I think it's going to be Haltom. I really they are a really special team. They're really good. They have a lot of weapons. Well, They're going to have to make a lot of mistakes, I think, for Tascosa. The thing that Tascosa I think brings to the table is. They're hard to prepare for they're, in a yeah. short amount of time. Ball control, and all that stuff. You're not yeah. facing another team like them. You're yeah. not going to have your defense ready. Yeah. And they have a running back in King Doru who is yeah. pretty amazing in itself. And they have a speedster in Brandon White yeah. uh, who can play on both sides of the football. Yeah. Uh, who's a true, you know, like 4-4 or faster yeah. kid. He's yeah. committed to Baylor, right? Uh, I think, yes. Brandon White? Yes, I think he is committed And to then um, Darus, uh, Purdue? Purdue. Purdue. Correct. Purdue, and Dang. that's a steal because yeah, I, yeah. he could play for anybody. I think that the new staff at Texas Tech ought to really give King <laughs> well, you know, a strong look. I mean, that yeah. dude. Yeah. And, and that's what play. makes recruiting this time of year so interesting is because when these teams are making these right. deep runs, you're getting you're getting looks that you mm. might not have had right. had you not been in this position, right? So yeah. Tascosa is getting uh, more it's, eyes are on him. It's definitely you know? just like. Um, kind of like the juco scene Mm -hmm. the juco teams are dying to get in to the bowl game because that one more week of tape can really make a difference especially if you if you're injured or nicked up at the beginning of the season and you don't have a chance to shine on tape you want to have an opportunity to play as many games as you can uh but Doru is a guy who should not have to leave the state of Texas to play his college football. I think yeah. he's a guy that a lot of people are sleeping on, and that's probably because they employ, you know, like a three running back type of system. Right. He didn't have huge numbers as a right. junior, but I can tell you he's the guy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Long view in the title game? Oh, they're going. They're going. Get ready. There's gonna Lobo be a, up, baby. They feel like they can just flip a switch. They're unbelievable. When they want. And what they did to Vandegrift last week was absurd. Oh, it was a close game, close game, close game. 21-21, right. and then after ha- the second half was a nightmare. By the yeah. way, can we believe what happened to Lufkin? And I'm thinking I'm thinking, because Longview Lufkin squared off in, in the opener Longview, this year. And Long, Lufkin gets blown out by Lone Star, who then gets blown out by John Tyler. It, Cats and dogs. Can we just throw rhyme and reason out the yep. window? Again, I mean, you throw yep. records and stats out yep. the window. Like, this is yep. a this is a new season. Playoffs. Everyone's hot, you know. They're hitting and their stride at the right time. Yep. And Weather's been happen. a huge factor this year. Yeah. Every week. And it's a benef- It's uh, going to be another. Against, what, the war against be weather fa- has waged on. It's going to be a factor on. this week. It's a factor in how you yep. line up and play, and it's a factor for certain teams. Yeah, it is. So, we'll see how it all plays out. One final question for you, Recruit Nick. Uh, Which one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. 
You go, you, I'm still a total nerd at heart, yeah, okay? One thing, no, there is. You can take the nerd out of go, recruiting coverage. You don't have to be a nerd to be a recruiting. You, you, you can right. still be cool. That's fine. That's fine. There's a there's a sort of prevailing wisdom this time of year, right? If you're if you're in the recruiting game or you're trying to get a kid recruited, that the longer they go in the playoffs, right, the bigger the bigger the stage gets, the more recruiting attention they'll get. Is that a myth? I would say it's a myth to a certain level okay. of school. Because okay. you're talking about, you know, Texas, Baylor, yeah. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. They know who they want. They know who they want. Yeah. They know the backup yeah. to who they want. Yeah, they know the backup to the backup right. who they want. So that is yeah. somewhat of a myth. But if you ball and you make it a situation, and a, a guy who I'll throw out there this year, Jonah White. Yeah, and Merkel. Merkel. Yeah. If you ball hard enough. Yeah you can tie a coach's hands where they have to feel like it's a huge mistake. If they let you go. If they let you go. Yeah. And it would have been a huge mistake to see Jonah White go outside of the state to play. Baylor did a great job by evaluating him and yeah. extending him an offer. Yeah. And he's versatile. But there are those type of players who you have to I do, recruit. I, I do think there's a, a, a sense among a lot of people that, the you know, if there are guys still playing at this point of the year who haven't been recruited that well, you know, or aren't getting a lot of attention but are playing well – that the longer they go, suddenly the offers will appear. Mm -hmm. Right. Probably should brace themselves for no more offers appearing just because of that, right? Well, and a lot of times the offers are held up because you're two inches shorter. Right. You're two tenths slower. Yeah. And it's a numbers game. Yeah. And that doesn't change sometimes despite the fact of how well you do in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, you have yeah. to convince a coach that they need to put their investment behind you. And sometimes that's not yeah. only what you lay down on tape. Well, and I'm thinking, like, James Washington, I'm thinking small school kids, too, that get to shine on the right. state. James Washington, was he committed to OSU At that prior point, to that state yes. championship? Game? Okay, so he was he already was. committed. Yeah. Right. But we've seen kids from, like, Cameron Yo, Bremon, yeah. get some D. D. looks. D.D. Westbrook. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. D. D. Oh, Westbrook, my gosh. Who did yeah. go through JUCO and had one of the most amazing – recruiting stories ever because he almost died on a football field Ugh. so happy yeah. thoughts happy thoughts, happy thoughts ha happy that Westbrook <laughs> family does have some good football. strong genes though because he wasn't the only one that started for Cameron you know. all right well good job guys you survived thanks that, I, that's I, it I actually think I survived more than you guys survived well we could go for like five hours we could go another I, hour but we have tacos to I eat. genuinely have other things to do <laughs> including eating these tacos apparently and then barfing them up during my workout later can't wait to. Sh I'm gonna send way to you end the, way to end the show on a happy thought. <laughs> I'm gonna send you a picture of it when it happens too. That's you're gonna we be your punishment. Closing this thing like we opened it. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com/slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us and all our fine work at TexasFootball.com. Aaron. In the words of Rick Renner, you the Manville. <sighs> that was an powers. Do, do the trophy either. thing. Vince Young, it's here. Come get your players. You 2001 Player of the Year, Vince Young, come and get your no. trophy. No, no, no. You have an no, open no. invitation. Yeah. I know Tepper no, has no. not been able no. to close this deal. Yeah. No, no, Vince doesn't get it. Nope. That's don't not a rule. Think about coming to the That's new not a rule that I'm she – I'm making stuff up right now. She doesn't – You don't get your trophy. I'm, we're cutting her mics off now. Thank you so much for <laughs> joining us. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. Mm -hmm.